Hello, my wonderful listeners. Blessings to you wherever you are today. It's great to be back with you once more. I trust that you have been keeping well and that your families are also well. And uh, I just wanted to share a recording that I have with you. I had the honor of ministering in a session this past Saturday for Caribbean youth. And um, I wanted to share some of the things that God laid on my heart concerning our gifts and using them for his glory. I thought it was a good idea to share it with my wider audience as well. So take a listen and remember, I always love hearing from you and praying for you. this morning as the Lord has laid it on my heart. Before I start, I just want to acknowledge your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I ask you to have your way through me and let your word do what your word does, God. Continue to manifest yourself in our midst and touch the hearts of everyone listening, dear God. Let there be, Lord God, not just hearing of your word, but application of of it in Jesus' name. Amen. So as I went before the Lord, after Brother Doran um, spoke with me, the two, the first two words that came to me were, don't delay. Don't delay. And um, so the Lord is saying, don't wait for what you believe is the perfect time to act on what God has instructed you to do. Don't wait for what you believe is the perfect time to act on what God has instructed you to do. When he gives you a mandate, when he gives us a mandate to move or to act, we must just do it. We must just do it and do it in the time that he has spoken. And that goes in line with the word of obedience that uh, Brother uh, Andal just spoke about. Often we come up with reasons why we can't or we shouldn't do something. We come up with excuses. We come up with alternatives. All God's, all God wants is our obedience and he will perfect his will. It's not our ability. It's not our um, power that is going to do it. But his ability to perfect his will in us through our obedience. And this applies to every child of God. This morning I'm specifically encouraging 
uh, young people, but I'm also encouraging the entire body. It doesn't matter because I believe that as we grow in God and as we grow in age, we don't become redundant. God doesn't fire us. So we still have a use. We still have purpose. And so um, this applies to every child of God. But I'm speaking specifically to youth this morning. Um, God is the one transforming you. He's the one molding you into the vessel that he wants to use. He's the potter. And all he asks is that we be malleable, that we be the clay. Just stay on the potter's wheel and let him shape you and mold you and fashion you. If you happen to fall, if you happen to fall off the wheel, he can pick you up and he can start working on you again. He has great plans for you, even though you can't see it. You know, many times only the artist or someone with an artistic perspective knows the potential of a lump of clay. Some may just see it as a lump of clay, but he sees, God sees a priceless artifact, a beautiful vase, a unique and cherished vessel. So what is God calling you to do today? We need to ask him. Look past your limitations to his limitlessness. He is God. He is the potter. He is the artist of this masterpiece. So be ready to move. Don't hesitate. Don't delay, just as he said. The song you're afraid to, to write or the song you're afraid to share, that could be the song that ushers in thousands of people to the throne room of God. The word you're scared to speak could set someone free from depression. The poem or the dance you're afraid to present could break the shackles of someone's soul. Your gifts are not to be buried or hidden. They are to be used for the Lord. His anointing makes up for all that you lack, all that you think is imperfect, all that you think you are lacking. God's anointing is enough to make up for all that we lack. And we're not forgetting the digital creatives because many times we look at the traditional roles, the traditional um, giftings that we have been using within the body of Christ. But as we see, there are a lot of new skills that are being used in the glorification of God. We have people that are, you know, visual artists, graphic designers, technicians, influencers. Of course, we have our musicians. We have our digital creatives. Your role is not just for your secular job or your career. Your, your, your gifting is not just to, to be used in the world, but it is to be used for the kingdom of God. No gift that God has given us is for a waste. You are of value to the kingdom. Your gift is as essential to the gospel as any other gift. And it may be non-traditional. You know, you don't know. A lot of times you feel a little awkward. You're like, okay, I can't sing. I can't dance. I can't teach. But you can do something. You're probably very good at making flyers. You're probably very good at publishing things online, on sharing things online. That is a gift that God has given you for his kingdom and for the furtherance of the gospel. And as part of the body of Christ, your role complements the role of others, just like the parts of our bodies complement each other. And so the Holy Spirit makes the difference. 
the Holy Spirit makes the difference. Stay close to God. In Genesis 1, God spoke and things happened. That is because God's words are spirit and they are life. And so the spirit of God dwelling in you will bring your gifts to life. He will bring life to the things that he has spoken to be manifested in your life. Draw near to him and he will draw near to you. That's what his word says and you know that his word will not return to him void. As long as you draw near to him, remain in him, he is going to draw near to you. He will do what God does. God will do what God does. God is God. He does not change. He does not lie. He can't be anything but great. He can't be anything but all-powerful. And it is in his nature to heal. It is in his nature to deliver. It is in his nature to transform. And that is what he will do in and through you. So remain in him. Remain as a vessel in the hands of the potter. And if you found yourself holding back on God or pulling away from serving, which happens a lot among young people for whatever reason, you know, you may have encountered something that um, even within the church that has been discouraging to you or you feel out of place and you pull away. Sometimes you become overly consumed with self and not focusing our eyes on Christ. The best advice is to repent right now and ask God to renew you, to refresh you, to restore you, to revive you, and let him use you today. And what about when you feel discouraged? Let me tell you that this has been one of Satan's most commonly used weapons, discouragement, along with deception, and it's not new. We see even the powerful prophet Elijah. Yes, Elijah, the rainmaker. Elijah, the, the one who called on fire from heaven to destroy the prophets of Baal. He was discouraged. He experienced discouragement. And so it's nothing new. And it's, it's not a new strategy of the enemy. But here's what I also know. History can tell you, and we see today, that revival begins with young people. God starts revolutions with the young and the young at heart. He knows the capacity he has placed within us, the fervor and the youthful vigor he has given, the tenacity, the boldness. These are characteristics that God wants to use. So don't, be, don't just be loud for social and political issues or causes and be quiet for the Lord. Use that tenacity, use that boldness for God. God has given us what we need to not just start revival, but to maintain it. He has given us his word. He has given us his Holy Spirit. He has given us himself. And notice I did not mention the anointing as yet. This is a word that many use very loosely, even sometimes detaching it from God and the Holy Spirit. Everybody's anointed. Oh, he's anointed. He's a talented singer, so he's anointed. But when God anoints you, he wants you to remain in him. Saul was anointed. He was anointed to be king. But his heart did not remain with God. And his life and his actions and his attitudes went in the direction 
of his distance from God. So when he became distant from God in his heart, it all went downhill from there. Pursue God's presence and you will remain connected to the source of the oil, the oil of the anointing. Whenever you feel discouraged, take a dip in the oil. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He will strengthen you. The word will remind you that nothing you do for God is in vain. Let him bring revival through you. He always wants you. God doesn't reject you. He always wants you. You can't go far enough for him to stop loving you. Your father always has a place for you, a purpose for you, and all the power you're going to need to do what you have been created to do. God is the source of that. Now, he can often and he will often use other believers to encourage you. But the most important thing to know is that he is with you. God is with you. When no one else is around, he is there. With that realization, you will be able to encourage others even when you need encouragement yourself. And that is powerful. That is powerful. When you're at a place where you yourself need strength and you're able to strengthen others, that is because of your connection with God. That when you feel like you're, you're weakest, his strength is made perfect there and you're able to strengthen others. If you would take away five things from all I've said and I'm coming to a close let it be these five things don't delay use every gift that God has given you for him and I've said and I've prayed and I've asked the Lord that everything that he has placed inside of me let me pour it all out before my time on earth is over every single thing that he has placed on the inside it should be used for his glory it should be used for the furtherance of his kingdom and i want us to have that desire as well use every gift for god repent that's the second thing repent and return for god to renew and bring revival in and through you Repentance is important. When we feel that we've pulled away from a purpose, when we've gone within ourselves and lost focus on God and begin to focus on the things of this world, we need to repent right away and return for renewal and revival. The third thing is to stay connected to God. He wants, he always wants us. He never rejects us. You know, we're not, ever um, pushed away from him. He wants us to come boldly before him. The fourth thing is to stay in the oil of God's presence and in the word of God. The word of God is spirit and it is life. It is what is going to sustain us when everything else is going on around us. The word of God is what, is what is going to keep us because that is true. It is infallible. It is. It does not return to him void. It doesn't change with changing seasons. It's consistent. So we need to stay in the oil of God's presence and stay in his word. And the fifth thing is that the Holy Spirit makes the difference. God has given us his Holy Spirit to dwell within us. 
that connection that we have is consistent even when we're by ourselves even when we feel that we're all alone we have the holy spirit to guide us to to lead us into truth to convict us of righteousness of sin and of judgment to do what the holy spirit does and so the holy spirit makes the difference now i truly hope that this word has reached someone today i know i i went through it sequentially i left these five things with you and i hope that you can apply the word of god because we don't want to be hearers of the word only but we want to be doers of the word of god when we begin to apply the word of god we see the difference that it makes within our lives and so let us just continue to hear the voice of god stay in tune with god use our giftings to bring god glory to bring him honor to uh, to seek first the kingdom and all his righteousness and all other things will fall in place and i believe that he's going to make a huge difference in every area of our lives not not just in our walk with him but in our relationships with others in our ability to impact those around us when we stay in tune with god we will be able to do what he has created us to do in our lives so let me just pray for us this morning that god is going to use us use the giftings and show us what these giftings are because sometimes some people could be absolutely clueless as to what their purpose is and what they can do for the kingdom of God because they don't see it. Um, they don't see themselves fitting into any of the groups, not being able to do certain things. And so I pray this morning, Heavenly Father, that you would reveal to each and every person, dear God, within the reach of my voice, dear God, what you have placed within them specifically for your kingdom, specifically for your purpose, dear God, that they would see, Lord God, all the intricacies of your unique design of their being, dear God, the giftings that you have placed within them. They may be unique. They may be out of the ordinary, but Lord, they are for your purpose, Lord God, and every experience that they've had, dear God, that they can use to glorify you, that they can use to build your kingdom, that they can use in pursuit of your presence and in pursuit of your will being done in their lives lord god things that they can do that will impact the generation this generation and the generations to come there god i pray heavenly father that they would draw near to you lord god not holding back realizing that you never reject us Lord, you never push us away, but your word says that as we draw near to you, you draw near to us, Lord God. And I pray that you would draw them in by the power of your Holy Spirit, that their eyes would be focused on you, not on what is going on around them, Lord God, not on anything, oh God, that can act as a form of distraction or a form of discouragement in their lives, but that they would keep their eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. And that you would do what you want to do within their lives. That they would not delay. They would not come up with excuses. They would not come up with reasons to walk in delayed obedience or in disobedience. But that they would obey, Lord God, the call that you have placed within their lives. 
And Father, I thank you for your word today. I know that this is a reward, that this is a word that you have given in season. And the life that is within your word will become manifest within your people, dear God. And we're going to see transformation. We're going to see changes, oh God, within our young people and within the body of Christ, oh God, as we work together, as we complement each other to build the kingdom of God. And we give you thanks. We give you thanks, Holy Spirit. Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, I really hope you enjoyed the recording and got the message that I was bringing across. And I hope that you can apply it to your life, use your gifts, all of your gifts to God's glory and see what he's going to do in your life. So until next time, I'll see you again for another Creative Hope Conversations podcast. God bless you. If the Creative Hope Conversations podcast is inspiring you, subscribe and share with everyone you know. Follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Feel free to comment, like, and share. You can also send questions and comments to Creative Hope Conversations voicemail or email at creativehopeconversations at gmail.com.